Welcome back to the Air Out Podcast. I am your host, per usual, Lucas Shu. Uh, I'm doing this on a Friday. This will be released on Saturday morning. But I'm doing this on Friday. Uh, I didn't do it on Thursday for multiple reasons, but main one being that there was no Thursday Night Football game. As that game got pushed back because of all the weird stuff that happened last week with the Steelers and Ravens. And all that stuff. Now we got Tuesday Night Football. But... We're just going to dive right into it. Last week, I went 12-3. and three. It was my best week of the whole season. And now I am 114-62-1 on the season. as an all-time record for this in this year. 114-62-1. Again, these are not picks against the spread or any kind of odd bet. Not odd bet, but any kind of bets like that. There's just straight-up pick-em games. Who do I think will win this game in general? I've done it this whole time, but... I debated switching it, but we're going to continue doing it this way. First game up, we have the Jags versus the Vikings. Um, the Jags played a close game against the Browns last week, which is good for their part. But I really don't see this this team being anything, really. Vikings are a, a good offense. They've looked a lot better in recent weeks. Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson looks like a monster out there right now. He looks like he should be in the first... Receiver taking off the board next year's draft, but for luckily for Vikings fans, he wasn't. And this offense is clicking on all cylinders. Their defense is struggling a lot. They're the opposite of what they usually are. They have a great defense and a good offense. But this year, their offense is clicking on all cylinders. And they come in uh, Minnesota. Vikings Jacks come into Minnesota. And they lose to the Vikings. The Vikings win the fairly easy game for them. Lions versus the Bears. Two of the bottom tier teams in the NFC North this season. Obviously, the Lions fired their head coach, Patricia. They fired their GM a week ago after that brutalizing that the Texans gave them on Thanksgiving Day. And then you have the Bears in their hand who have not fired either uh, Matt Nagy or Ryan Pace. Pace being the GM, Nagy being the head coach. Even though this team has greatly struggled. And I don't blame... Nagy for a lot of it, really. He's doing the best with what he can. I think he's still a good coach. I still think he's a quality coach, for that matter. But I just... This team is just bad. Nagy, not Nagy, uh, Trubisky is not a good QB whatsoever. Foles is not a good QB whatsoever. Um, I really don't know what to make of them. They're just a t- bad team. And if anything, it's the Lions, who, again, are in a are bad team. Fired. Uh, Patricia, for the GM. They're on the downslope. I'm picking the Lions to win this game, but I really don't know what's going to happen in this game. Trubisky is starting again this week. That's what Nagy said. It doesn't make a difference either way. But this is going to be another brutal game, to say the least. Lions, I think, beat the Bears in this game. Browns facing off against the Titans. I think Browns were in that really close game last week where they snuck out a win against the Jaguars, and Baker looked good for the most part in that game. And then we have the Titans who are facing against, obviously against Browns, but last week they played against the, uh, I'm blanking right now, Colts, I think. Double check this quick. Uh, latest game, yes, yeah, so they did play against the Colts. Titans, and the Titans whooped them. The first game is that they played twice now. This is the second game they played each other, the Colts and the Titans. And the first game, the Colts handled them fairly easily. The 34-17 win for the Colts, and the Titans offense did not look good whatsoever. But this past week, the Titans offense was on 
firing on all cylinders. They were scoring at will against the Colts, and their defense looked really, really nice. Everything that did last week looked really, really nice. It was, it was a breath of fresh air to Titans. This is kind of like been up and down this year. But they took over the AFC South lead from the Colts. They officially took it. They're now 8-3 and and Colts being 7-4. And I think they extended it with the winner over the Browns here. I think Titans are a really good team. And I think they beat the Browns in this game. Raiders versus the Jets is just another game where the Jets aren't, aren't going to do anything. The Raiders have a horrible defense, but they have a good offense. I think the Raiders just roll the Jets here. Double-digit win here for the Raiders. Bengals versus the Dolphins. This is, a, again, another ugly game. Joe Burrow's gone, so now Brandon Allen's in or Ryan Finley's in. Brandon Allen's in there last week, but Dolphins are going to roll the Bengals. They got really nice defense down there in Miami. And I think they just absolutely roll the Joe Burrow-less Dolphins. Colts play against the Texans. This game's going to be an interesting one. Battle of the AFC South teams. Uh... Deshaun Watson this year has looked better than he has in previous years. And Sam Monson has alluded to this a couple times throughout the season. He first said this earlier in the year, but with Deshaun Watson being, or Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins being traded away to Arizona, obviously that horrible deal that Bill O'Brien made, Deshaun Watson has been forced to not force the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins is going to be there all the time, usually. He's going to be able to catch the ball at will. But this season has been a bit different for Watson. Obviously, he doesn't have Hopkins, so now he has to spread the ball, ball out a little bit more. And he's done that this whole year. He Instead of just going, instead of having that go-to guy and Hopkins being just throw to it the whole time, he spread it out to Will Fuller, he spread it to Randall Cobb, he spread it out to Kenny Stills. All these guys, obviously, Stills is gone now. Will Fuller is a buster PEDs, and somebody else did too on that team. So that's nice that's the same right now. But most of the season, he's looked really good, and it might have been... This might have been his best season so far. He looked like a really, really, really good, poised, confident QB, and he looks like he knew what he was really doing back there. On the other hand, you have the Indianapolis Colts, who are playing against one of the worst defenses in the NFL and the Houston Texans. Their run game is fine, considering the Colts, the Texans. The Texans' run defense is fine. They're solid. Nothing to write home about, but they're solid. But their coverage is a little bit worrisome they have literally nobody back there their best cornerback is honestly it might be Vernon Hargraves might be I mean this roster especially on defense is just flat out ugly they really don't Bradley Bradley Ruby's gone for this game too so at least in this game it's probably gonna be Vernon Hargraves as the best cornerback on uh the Houston Texans roster. I'm just gonna look at their roster quick and see who they have back there. Bradley Roby, probably their best one, but he's gone. I think, but he's gone. Uh, Philip Gaines, maybe better than Vernon Hargraves, maybe. Uh, man, I really don't know. John Reed trying to get snaps. He's a he's a Penn State kid. I liked him coming out of college. Nice kind of do it all guy, but there's not really anything. <laughs> positive to say about this Texans secondary. I mean, especially in the cornerback group. Let me double check to see if uh, Bradley Roby is going to play this week or not. I don't think he's going to, but I want to double check just to confirm one way or another. 
Uh, oh yeah, he's he was the one who got arrested for PEDs. He was the one who did the buster PEDs. So it was Will Fuller and Brother, but that's why he's not playing. So he's not playing for a while. I think it's six games. So he's not coming back. This is going to get ugly. Their best corner is gone. Who do they have in their safety group? They Justin Reed, who's, he's solid. I like him. But nothing really. Lonnie Johnson. Eh. He's solid. He's okay. I don't say solid. Eric Murray plays a bit back there. He's okay. I really don't think anybody's that good. This is going to be a brutalizing that uh, the blanket on right now. Oh my goodness. The Colts. Uh, the Colts are going to hand in Texas. It's going to be a brutal, brutal game for the Colts. Or just for the Texans here. I think it's one of the games where Philip Rivers looks really good actually because Texas can't cover uh, a fire with a wet blanket. But we'll see. Colts, I have this game beating Texans. Next game is a similar game where we have the Saints facing off against the Falcons. Uh, Falcons, again, are just... They've looked, they've looked better in recent weeks. They've looked competent, at least, from since the firing of Dan Quinn. They started off the season terrible. They started off 0-5. Then they put up a big W against the Vikings. Looked good against the Panthers. They looked good, they looked good against the Broncos. Looked really good against the Raiders. Absolutely stomped them. 43-6. And now they're facing the Saints. The Saints were in one of the weirdest games of the season. I guess you could put it. I'm going to dive into it later because the other team they played against in that game is coming up later in this uh, schedule I'm talking about my picks. But obviously they played uh, Taysom Hill in this game being that Drew is hurt with his chest injury and he'd be hurt for a while so they're just running Taysom Hill. But it was ugly for Taysom Hill. It was ugly and obviously the, the opposing team didn't really have QB playing quite literally but it was not a good game from Taysom Hill the Taysom Hill experience I mean he really struggled against again it's a good defense in the Broncos but he really just flat out struggled there's no other way around it I mean he had 16 attempts 9 completions 78 yards I was sacked three times. You can't be doing that. I mean, yeah, this Broncos defense is good, but they also are missing a lot of pieces right now. A lot. Von Miller is gone. Justin Simmons is still there, but they're just missing a lot of stuff. Bryce Callahan got hurt in the middle of the game. I, believe, I don't know how, how much, but... Again, this off this Broncos defense is not... is great, again, don't get on the defense, but they're missing a lot of pieces, and they really, 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 really struggled. He probably looked good against Atlanta because Atlanta's horrible defense. Defense, Meanwhile, Denver is at least competent, and they made Taysom Hill not look competent, to put it lightly. But I think the Saints are going to win here. I really don't. It's going to be it's one of those games where the offense for... Uh, New Orleans looks really good. Again, they played him two weeks ago. So I think Taysom Hill looks good again. People start talking about him as, oh, is he good? Like, he played the Falcons twice, who so can't cover anybody. But I'm going to take the Saints in this game or the Falcons. Giants versus the Seahawks. Uh, Russ has looked really good at times this year, and then 
I'm not gonna say he looked bad because he hasn't really looked bad, bad. Like a Taysom Hill level of bad last week against the Broncos. But he didn't look good, I'll put it that way, especially against Buffalo. And against LA. The LA game more fixed than Buffalo did. But he came back to look really good scared really good against really good against Arizona. He looked solid against Philadelphia. And there's like no reason not to not to believe in him. He killed it early in the season. He destroyed Atlanta, destroyed New England, destroyed Dallas, destroyed Miami, destroyed Minnesota, destroyed Arizona, destroyed San Fran. He struggled again. He struggled against San Francisco. Excuse me. Struggled against Buffalo and the Rams. But otherwise, he's been great all season. He's been absolutely fantastic. I, I don't know if that's going to continue. I think it should and will. I can't guarantee one thing or the other, but if I had put my money on it, I'd put it on that Russell Wilson is going to look really good and continue to look really good. That's me, though. <laughs> I'm going to take the Seahawks to beat the solid Giants, a defense, solid defense Giants. Their offense is nothing. They've called McCoy in there right now, I think, so it's going to be ugly, to say the least. But Seahawks beat the Giants in Seattle. Rams facing up against the Cardinals. This is an interesting matchup to me because the Cardinals are a good team, I think. They have good offense. Kyler Murray's there. He's a, I a good QB. DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best receivers in the NFL right now. And on defense, they're looking a lot better. Everything on everything on the defense is looking actually like solid, surprisingly. There's one point in the season where the defense was better than their actual uh, offense, and it's like the first time in like ever where that has been true. But it's oddly. It was oddly the truth for a while there. Obviously, not the case anymore. Their offense is like, kicked into gear and looking a lot better now. But everything there is looking solid. I mean, Isaiah Simmons is looking a lot better than he was earlier in the year where he was just getting burned by everybody. He's having some solid games. He struggled against New England. A lot of people do. But he's looking better. He's looking like a solid player. He looks good against Buffalo. He looks solid against Seattle. He's developing. He's kind of learning his role. As it goes. But besides that, he he's looked good. Or he sees he looked terrible, especially in San Francisco, but besides that, he's looked good. And obviously this game is gonna be the Rams remain a great team. I mean a great they're good. Their defense is great though. They make things really hard on quarterbacks. They'll take away everything. Jan Ramsey is a great cornerback. They got Darius Williams on the other side. John Johnson out there. They got so many monsters. Aaron Donald, who's an obvious one. And I think that's more than enough to let the Rams beat the Cardinals in this game. Eagles versus the Packers. I wrote an article on the Eagles the other week. We had the Eagles. I wrote an article on the QB situation. And this just got worse from there. The article came out the day of the Seahawks game. And Wentz just struggled greatly. He looked bad the most of the game. And there's it's coming down to a point where something's gotta give. Something has to change. Something's gonna change one way or another. And it's not gonna be good for any party involved. Wentz is either gonna get benched for Jalen Hurts in the middle of a game, before a game, something, or Doug Peterson's gonna get canned. One of the two. I don't know which one it is, but something is going to happen in Philadelphia, and it's not going to be. It's not going to be good. They are playing against the Green Bay Packers. 
Packers absolutely steamrolled the Chicago Bears. Scores 25 to 41, but it was way worse than that at one point. Garbage time, they just, the Bears scored, but it was, it was ugly. Trubisky looked awful. Just awful, 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 awful. And the, the Packers' offense just absolutely torched the Bears' defense. They had zero shot, it looked like. Anything they threw at the Bears threw at them, Rodgers had a counter. And anything the, Bear, the Packers threw at the Bears, the Bears had nothing in response. Uh, I can't remember who it was. Some Bears players said that everything, that they knew what they were going to do before it happened. Like the Packers knew what the Bears defense was going to do before it happened. And they had a check for everything they did. They knew what they were going to do. They knew how to counter and they knew how to get around it. With the Blitz, they could do They figured it out. And it, it clearly was not happy. I mean, I wouldn't be either if my team got whooped by the Packers by and pulling the team by allowing 41 points. Nothing worked on, that, on, each, on each side of the ball for the Bears. Packers were just dominating the Bears the whole game. Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams looked like Devontae Adams. Everybody just everybody went in the merry way and just absolutely crushed the Bears. There's no other way to put it besides the fact that it was ugly. It was just flat out ugly. And I don't necessarily blame the Bears in this because it's the Packers. It's Aaron Rodgers, one of the best QBs in the NFL right now. He's playing like a man possessed. I don't blame him, but you at least gotta look competent. At least look competent. I think the Packers steamroll the Eagles in this game and probably win by double digits. Patriots versus the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers in this game for a couple reasons. Even though the Patriots beat Cardinals in what was a pretty close game. I'm not sure I trusted off completely. It's looked good at times. Don't get me wrong. It's looked good at times. But I don't know how much I trust this Patriots offense. It's it's good. Like I've said, it's been good. But at times it's just been ugly. He had 84 passing yards this week against him. Obviously, he only had 18 attempts, so it's not a lot of chance to throw, get, make a big yards, but... Yeah, 18 attempts, but again, 9 completions on those 18 attempts with 50%. It's just been ugly. It was an ugly game for Cam Newton. Zero touchdowns, 2 picks, pass rate of 23.6. Just ugly. Ugly game. And I think the Chargers are able to, or will be able to give Cam Newton another ugly game. I mean, he's looked good this year, but they have all the pieces to do it. Boas is out there. Ingram's out there. Uh, they got so many nice pieces on their defense. They can just throw at you Casey Hayward or Chris Harris Jr. All these guys can play elite football and elite football on defense. And they probably give Cam Newton struggles. And I think I trust the Chargers offense a little more. I know that's a weird thing to say being the Chargers are the Chargers. But I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Patriots in this game. Next up we get the Broncos versus the Chiefs. I'm not going to talk about the Chiefs much. Patrick Mahomes just went off Patrick Mahomes' level against the Buccaneers. He looked stupid good. He looked just incredible. Absolutely dominated them. There's nothing really to say much about the Chiefs. I know I don't have a lot of Chiefs fans listening to this, but the Chiefs are just the Chiefs. They're so dominant. It's not even funny. And Patrick Mahomes is so dominant. Tyreek Hill is so dominant. Travis Kelsey is so dominant. It's just all... It's how you describe the Chiefs. The best team in the AFC right now. Sorry, Steelers fans. 
but um, they're playing against the Broncos. The Broncos had zero QB play for them. They didn't have. They had a practice squad wide receiver who originally played QB at Wake Forest, lost a QB at Wake Forest in uh, Hinton. I can't blank that first name now. Kendall Hinton. He played QB for them. He knew exactly. He threw like nine passes. I think three interceptions, I think it was. And like two completions or one completion. He, he allowed more catches to the opposing team than he did to his own team. Which is saying something. I'm going to make sure what that stat was because it was ugly. Kendall Hinton. Yeah, nine attempts, one completion, two picks. So I was off by one in each in the pick and the completion part. But it was bad. It was just sad at that point. He, he couldn't win a college football job. How do you expect him to win the starting QB? How do you expect him to be a starting QB in the NFL? It was just brutal. I felt so bad for him out there. Yeah. The situation, if you don't know it, was... I remember this right. The Broncos QB is, I think, somebody was exposed to COVID or, ha- or something like that, but I know for a fact that in the QB room, they all met up and they all watched film together. That was Drew Locke, uh, Brett Ripien, and Blake Bortles. They all met up, ha- uh, watched film together at the Broncos practice facility. None of them wore masks. And the NFL did not like that. And they all had to sit out. Every single one of them sat out. All gone. And they had nobody else to go to. I started to try to sign a offense, uh, QB position. QB coach. To play QB for them. Just because he knew the offense. And all that stuff. Ultimately they have no said No you can't do that. So they went with Kendall Hinton. Off the practice squad. Who's the wide receiver right now. But they hadn't played QB. Because he played QB in college. But still I'll start job in college. And it was like watching a high school QB play. Nothing against Kendall. But there was just guys who just can't make it in the NFL. Playing a QB. He made it in the NFL position. It's great for him. But there's guys who can't play QB in the NFL position. It's hard. It's hard to do. And Kendall did not succeed. <laughs> not because not he's just this terrible athlete or anything like that. Just because it's really hard to do. And he's not to put it in a position to succeed. I'm taking the Chiefs or the Broncos in this game. Monday, we got Washington versus Pittsburgh. This is going to be a mauling by Pittsburgh's part. Pittsburgh is set up to possibly go 16-0. Possibly. They're currently 11-0 right now. They beat the Ravens in their last game. And now they're set to face Washington, who they should beat. Bills, who will probably give them their toughest shot of all the teams they face so far. Cincinnati should be able to whoop them. The Colts, solid team. Nothing spectacular. And the Browns, a solid team. The Bills, I think, are the only team that may give them a little bit of trouble. May give them trouble because they're Josh Allen and they're still good offense and the uh, Bills, good passing defense. But in this game, they're going to win in this game. There's no doubt in my mind. Washington's going to get absolutely mauled by the Pittsburgh's defense and Big Ben's going to just take over this game. He's not going to take over this game. He's going to throw the ball to Deontay Johnson and... Uh, Chase Claypool and all those weapons and they're going to take over the game for him. Pittsburgh win this game. They advance 12-0. Bills versus the 49ers. I'm going to go with the Bills in this game. I really like the Bills offense. Josh Allen's looked really good this year. He's looked great at times. And I think they beat San Francisco in this game. 
San Francisco has been feisty this year, but I think that's basically all Kyle Shanahan is doing. And I think Bill has beat the Warner Anderson's game. Tuesday, this is a weird game because of the COVID issues. Ravens versus the Cowboys. This is not going to be a good game for the Cowboys. It's going to get ugly. The Ravens take away your first option pretty much every time and then blitz you with somebody you don't see coming and hit you. And Andy Dalton is not going to have a fun time back there. I think the Ravens beat the Cowboys fairly handily in this game and give the Cowboys another loss and the Ravens add on another win who may sneak into the playoffs. They currently sit at 6-5. That's got a little lucky as he has a team blues, but they, they're playing the Cowboys, who they should beat. They're pretty bad this year, you don't know. And then the Browns were probably at the toughest matchup they'll play all year. They are the toughest game to play all year, rest of the year anyways. Then they play the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals. They should beat the Cowboys, that's why I had them doing that. They should beat the Cowboys. They may lose to the Browns, and then they'll, they should beat the Jaguars, they should beat the Giants, and they should beat the Bengals. If that all happens, what I said, they'd be 10-6. and six. The loss of the Browns would have been six losses. And then they, if they beat the Cowboys, Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals, put them at 10 wins. They could be looking at a possible playoff seating here. Browns are 8-3. and three. They have to play the Titans, tough game. Ravens again, tough game. But then they got the Giants and the Jets and the Steelers. It's very possible that the Browns go 2-3. and three. And go 10-6. Which makes that Ravens game all the more interesting. Because, actually, yeah. It makes that game really interesting. But, that's all for the podcast today, guys. I recorded this on a Saturday. It's coming out on a Saturday, so a little weird timing there. But, again, last week I went 12-3. All-time 114-62-1. Recapping all the games quick. Vikings over the Jags. Lions over the Bears. Vikings over the Jags in Minnesota, Lions over the Bears in Chicago, Titans over the Browns in Tennessee, Raiders over the Jets in New York, Dolphins over the Bengals in Miami, Colts over the Texans in Houston, Saints over the Falcons in Atlanta, Seahawks over the Giants in Seattle, Rams over the Cardinals in Arizona, Packers over the Eagles in Green Bay, Chargers over the Patriots in LA, Chiefs over the Broncos in Kansas City, Pittsburgh over Washington in Pittsburgh. Bills over the 49ers. This game's going to be in Arizona, I believe. I think, anyways. Um, I'm not sure, but... Because I know the 49ers had COVID issues, so they got kicked out of their own home stadium. I don't know where they're playing it, but it's an away game for the Bills. And then Cowboys uh, lose to the Ravens, so Ravens over the Cowboys in Baltimore. That's all for the podcast today, guys. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. Do all the stuff you do on your platform. Subscribe, rate, review, whatever it is. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later.